Hi, I'm Margaret Stoll. And I'm Cami Garcia. And we're the authors of Beautiful Creatures. And you're listening to The Dinner Party Show with the fabulous Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. I went to a marvelous party. Don't even know the facts. They go with their gut. Don't have enough depth. The last cares about your season. Christopher, this is only going to work if we speak one at a time. Fine, you first, Eric. From the Sunset Strip in beautiful West Hollywood, California, it's The Dinner Party Show, the Internet's first live comedy variety show, with your hosts, New York Times best-selling authors, Christopher Rice. No, there's actually a new study that confirms every other child you see on the street is a ghost. <laughs> and Eric Shaw Quinn. I don't want to talk too much, but... Okay, no, no, no. We're going to take up a collection for the stained glass window. Now we want the dirt. Featuring reports from their largely unqualified staff of special correspondents. Sex is like Christmas. It's the not knowing what you're going to get that makes it exciting. New York is a giant trash island infested by has-been theater queens. If we're really serious about cutting federal spending, the biggest waste of public funds I can think of is Congress. T-Snaps for Jesus! The Dinner Party Show. Everyone gets served. Tonight's live cast is streaming to you live and for free through the dinnerpartyshow.com and our free mobile app. And now, direct from the kitchen by way of the Get out of my office. It's your hosts, Christopher and Eric. Good evening, I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn, and you're listening to The Dinner Party Show's livecast for January 18th, 2015. Tonight, we announce our policy not to ridicule the gender expression of any transgender individual, regardless of whether or not they first came to our attention via a culture-killing, soul-destroying reality show like Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Ugh. However, the dinner party show shall always reserve the right to mock any and all people for acts of hypocrisy, willful ignorance, bigotry, or anything that might be defined as outright criminality. Hmm. That said, while a casual dismissal of transgender individuals is usually the best strategy for self-loathing, steroid-tweaked gay men trying to show off for their straight friends at a West Hollywood pool party, There's a story there. here on the dinner party show, we don't roll like that. Having been ridiculed and bullied over our sexual identities for most of our lives, we would like to say to Bruce Jenner, if you are transitioning, we wish you the very best, and we ask that you not cheapen this journey by getting yourself on another shallow reality show ill-equipped to handle the complexities of your experience. You know, Bruce Jenner was actually a world-famous Olympic athlete before that shitty reality show. How old are you? Uh-huh. <clears throat> also, we are uh, speechless that the Pope has sided with the terrorists in the Charlie Hebdo and anti-Semitic massacres in Paris in remarks where he made it clear that he feels that free speech is the same thing as bullying. He said that you cannot make fun of or disagree with another person 
without expecting retaliation. It's normal, he says. It's to be expected. So the Pope thinks that Charlie Hebdo had it coming. And those vicious shoppers at the kosher market were asking for it. And the beheaded journalist and the missing 200 schoolgirls and the village of 2,000 in Nigeria that was literally wiped off the map last week were all to blame because we've been bullying these poor religious extremists. And their sadistic, cruel, and unconscionable response was, according to the head of the Catholic Church, only the normal reaction to an insult. Mm -hmm. So, Francis, we'd like to know, should the French use nuclear weapons on Yemen? I mean, it seems like the normal thing to do, or at least the Catholic response. (laughs) We have only two things to say about this hateful and hideous new alliance. One is that this only confirms our firmly held belief that the greatest force for evil in the world today continues to be organized religion. And two, of course, je suis Charlie. Indeed. Also not being discussed on tonight's show, we don't care if you're a cop, a porn star, a stay-at-home dad, or all three. (laughs) Although that sounds like the pitch for a porn film. We will not be discussing your lip sync video to Uh, Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. Really? It was cute the first 30,000 times. Just like those lip sync videos for Call Me Maybe were sort of cute the first 30,000 times until they spread like the bubonic plague and everyone from your old high school principal (laughs) to Brunei's acting finance minister was posting one on YouTube. Really? No, not really. It just felt that way. Uh. So while this is not a condemnation of Taylor Swift or the song, it is a condemnation of lip sync videos in general and pretty much anything that gunks up our Facebook timelines and distracts us from the fiery, no-holds-bar, job-related meltdowns of our good friends. Maybe it's time to push back from the personal computer. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great piece of advice on an internet radio show. Yeah, let's tell people less computer. But not for an hour. Yeah, not for an hour. Well... We can really only think of one word for the Florida public officials in Duval, Baker, and Clay counties who have officially decided to end all courthouse wedding ceremonies rather than marry any gay people. According to the childish and very possibly criminally liable, ululating pinhead dipshit (laughs) county clerks, Ronnie Fussell, Tara Green, and Stacey Harvey, quote, marriages between a man and a woman. Personally, it would go against my beliefs to perform a ceremony that is other than that, according to Mr. Fussell, who said that they had adopted this policy as a group to, so that they could Avoid any discrimination. (laughs) That's right. These public Florida law enforcement officials actually believe that publicly public policy and constitutionally mandated equal protection under the law are second to their personal beliefs. So, rather than do their jobs or enforce the actual law, they've canceled all count out. Count house. (laughs) They've canceled all courthouse weddings. All of them. No one gets married at their courthouses so that they won't be uncomfortable. Because that's what's really important. Making sure that bigots are comfortable. Only one word word comes to mind in describing this kind of ignorant, antediluvian, backwater, inbred bullshit. Florida. (laughs) Don't stop listening, Amy Bellino. That's right. Florida. Come for the racist racist shootings. Stay for the institutionalized bigotry. 
As for everything else, it's still on the table on tonight's live cast of The Dinner Party Show. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Enjoy the hors d'oeuvres, but don't fill up. There's plenty more to come. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn, and I've learned a valuable lesson tonight. Oh, yeah? What is it? Don't edit your uh, not report copy and send it to the uh, to uh, the prompter after Christopher has already printed out the hard copy because <laughs> when you go back to the hard copy, it's the stuff that you haven't edited yet. Oh, I see. That's yeah. a fascinating lesson. Yeah, fascinating it really was. Lesson. So if I sounded a bit <clears throat> drunk during the reading of my not report, it was because I was reading the part, the not report that I hadn't edited. And the original version was a celebration of life in Florida, replete with singing alligators <laughs> and monkeys going through the Everglades. And right, absolutely... in honor of Martin Luther King's yeah. ob- birthday observed weekend, um, we were doing our salute to songs of the South. <laughs> Songs of the South. An animated cart- uh, movie so racist that you can only see it in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Welcome back. We're back in style. It's our second all new show of 2015. Later in the show, we'll be joined by erotic romance author Carrie Ann Ryan, who is the first 1001 Dark Nights author of the year. Cue the Waka Waka music. Cue the Waka Waka. We got plenty of music for when Carrie will join us. And I have to tell you a cute story, or I maybe you won't think it's that cute, but I think it's <laughs> That's cute. That's so cute. After our show last week, I was, as many of you may have heard, walking to the gym, which is not so far from our studio, and I passed a Starbucks that is even closer to and our Starbucks? studio. Starbucks? I passed a Starbucks. <laughs> a a Starbucks, and I recognized a familiar, famous author visage perched over her computer and the front window with her lovely mother. It was party person Samiko Salson, who had been in town doing some book readings for her new book, Happiness and Other Diseases, um, which was beta read by a fair share of party people. And party people, if you're just joining us, are what we call the people who are who are um, nice enough to listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> who, who can't get up to change the channel. <laughs> who are like, shit, my browser's stuck. And I'm, oh, all right. Oh, I have to reboot right. everything and I'm downloading something. Oh, so I God can't turn damn it off. It. So I might as well let them. They're so nice. Right. They're, they're so nice to Florida. We should let, just let them think like we're listening. <laughs> um, so we took a picture, and she has been asking me for this picture for a week, and I haven't sent it to her. So we did, we're that's debuting That's how we it. roll. Because that's a party show. Sure, we'll get right on that. Sure, we get. We'll get you your prize six months from now. <laughs> six months from now. I right? will say we finally got John Madsen his 1001 Dark Knights prize pack from last summer. And I will say he lives in Australia, so we actually had to include his phone number on the shipping label, which threw me for a loop because I'm a lazy asshole. <laughs> because getting phone numbers is really hard. <laughs> so the, the point of this segment is that I'm an asshole. <laughs> So if you who, think we're just had a lovely conversation with Zabiko Salson and there's now a picture of it. It's posted. going up on our Facebook page right now. Kaboom. Kaboom. And that's my story. And I'm just going to add a technical technical question of the week here on the Dinner Party Show. We, I don't know how to read. We have new phones, which we talked about last week. My lovely mother bought us iPhone 6 Pluses. Plus I? Plus E. <laughs> for, um, for the new year. And I don't know how to get our Instagram photos to go to our Facebook page. For some reason, they are posting to my Facebook page, and I don't know where the setting is to switch it over. Oh, Brett. Yeah, so we'll figure that out. No, mm-hmm. I asked them before the show, and they were like, get out of here. We're playing fantasy football. <laughs> 
Well, Christopher, you know you can't interrupt the technical staff when they're playing fantasy football. I know. They make good money to play yeah. fantasy football. Because Brett is really so big on American uh, well, football. Well, him, it's the, it's the foot football yeah, that they the, do the in The actual football. Foot football. The original football. How was your week? Foosball. We only, I'm sorry, Eric, that's all the time we have. <laughs> 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 it really is. I, yeah, I, I was going to ask you how your week went. But I would we just a... like to add to the the overall Samiko themed conversation that um, we got a, a oh, to, it's a call in show. We'll, we'll get to it. Well, we're not going to get. We got a message from you, Samiko, asking you as, as not to use your message, which we're you know. So like... we won't. We thought we'd tell the story about you, and maybe also throw in that my uh, Siri tries to autocorrect her to Suzuki every time I text <laughs> Shea Butters about her. So we're not using your message this week, Samiko. But we have messages from many other people, and we will be playing Ask Us Anything, and the person who asks us the most embarrassing question will win a prize. But next up, it's Carrie Ann Ryan in our first ever A Thousand and One Dark Nights author spotlight. I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And I'm Christopher Rice. And why are you looking at me like that, Eric? Well, I just finished reading The Flame, your first erotic romance. And I must say, you know a lot more about a woman's body than I thought. Thank you, I guess. I don't actually think you're the best judge of that. But whatever, I'll take the compliment. Truth be told, there are all sorts of bodies on display in The Flame, whereas Christopher's body is usually on display on his Facebook page. All right, page. come on now. The Flame is now on sale through thedinnerpartyshow.com and at Amazon. It's the passionate tale of a magical, scented candle that helps the person who lights it follow their heart's desires. So that's what we're calling it now. Just finish before you ruin the right. promo. Ruin a promo? How could I possibly do that? You mean by singing this song again like I did the last time? Erotic, erotic. I'm Put leaving. Your hands all over my body. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where the soup is hot, but the heads are hotter. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. My business partner is crazy. This just in, because my <laughs> business partner is so stable and sane and level-headed which is why we're on talk radio. Okay, so yeah, there's that. So if you listened to our show before, and there's a very big chance you haven't. (laughs) (laughs) But we're glad you tuned in tonight. You know that I am one of the authors featured in a series called A Thousand and One Dark Nights. And And if you didn't, he totally is. I mention it every show, so I don't know how you missed it. We have twice as many authors in the series this year, which means we will have two erotic romance novellas a month. There will be two of everyone. (laughs) There will be two of everyone. And the very first... First is from Carrie Ann Ryan, who is joining us for what we hope will be a fun series of sexy game show style questions here on the Dinner Party Show. Carrie, are you with us? Welcome. I am. Thank you all for having me. Uh, We are very glad that you are here, and we promise that the questions will not be too hard, and we just want to let you know you will win a special prize at the end of it. But are we going to... Tell people what what it is that Carrie has written. Oh yeah, we should probably throw that. Like in. I know our game show is important, and I'm excited about it. <laughs> but I'm more excited about Carrie's new book. Carrie's new book. Tell us about your book. It's called uh, Wicked Wolf. It's part of your red wa- redwood bag. Your wed wagon. Your wed wagon. It's a Bugs Bunny erotic romance. <laughs> Here on the dinner party show. Rascally wolf. (laughs) I'm actually afraid of what a Bugs Bunny erotic romance would be. (laughs) We should all be. (laughs) 
Totally. We should all be. So Wicked Wolf is a novella. A lot of the authors in the series are doing novellas that are either side stories or based on the characters in their most successful series. And for you, that is the Redwood Pack, correct? Correct. Who are the Redwood Pack? The Redwood Pack. And it's actually not a novella. They wanted me to write a novella, and it turned into almost a full novel. Oh, so it's you know, a great yeah, for the price of a little novella. Big book. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's my Redwood Pack. It's book eight, but you can start in, right there because it starts a whole new series, and it's 15 years after the end of the first series. It's a lot of fun. Excellent. And the uh, romantic lead is a werewolf. Yes, and both are. So the Redwood Pack is a pack of werewolves? Yes, a pack of werewolves, but they're mostly human during the day. They only shift when they feel like later. I think that's how werewolves work. (laughs) I I, I think we're past the point where werewolves work in a certain way. So many writers have uh, innovated on the trope, if you will. Can they shift during the day? Yes, they can. Anytime they they want. They can shift at will. Yes, but if you are my waiter at the sushi restaurant today, they ask me, are the very scary ones with the drool, and do they, like, attack you? And I'm like, no, those are the other kind. These yeah, are the these, sexy These kind. are sexy werewolves. Excellent. Yes. All right, Carrie, well, we have some questions for you. We're going to cue up our very dramatic game show music here. All right, here we, are. here we go. Your first question. Carrie Ann Ryan, you are dangling from a clock face by your bare hands over a 30-story drop. Who do you most want to come to your rescue? A vampire, a shifter, or a Navy SEAL? Well, the answer, of course, has to be a shifter for me, because that's what I write. However, if I'm going to be the one that put myself in the situation, it'd be good if I could figure out how to get out on my own. But, you know. Well, you are an independent woman. (laughs) You don't need to be rescued. (laughs) Exactly. it could be fun. (laughs) But the shifter could be there afterwards to say, good job, and then we could have fun later. Yeah! (laughs) Celebratory sex. Or the Navy SEAL fast ropes you down the building and says, you want to go have a drink? Yeah? Well, I'm an Air Force kid, so I can't. It's like against... Oh! Oh. A bias is revealed. Two biases. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Next question. The man you're in a relationship with has left dirty dishes in the sink for the third time this week. Who would you most like to make him jealous with? A billionaire CEO, a stud from a motorcycle gang, or Bigfoot? The motorcycle game. I'm a tattooed leather. I rode motorcycles totally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. A picture is emerging. Although I will say my husband does do the dishes and I don't. So I'm a very lucky woman. Right. Well, it's a hypothetical. It's a hypothetical. <laughs> Maybe he wants to be rescued. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Finish this sentence with one word Romance is. My life. Okay, that's two words. <laughs> Everything. Romance is everything. That's okay. a really good answer. All you right. should be a writer and stuff. She is. Be she a writer. Is, uh, congratulations. All right. Finish this sentence with... Uh, no, we already did that question. Fuck, I screwed up my own interview. True or false? <laughs> <laughs> True or false? I only spent days preparing for this. at this. <laughs> True. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> True or false, in real life, there are no happy endings. False. False. Totally. 
totally false. Right, at least at massage parlors throughout the greater Pittsburgh area. I don't know if that's what Carrie Ann Ryan was referring to, Eric Shockland. I'm sweet and innocent. I don't think about those things, guys. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Would you feel you're sweet and innocent after we finish reading your book? Yeah. You can, uh, not at all. You can't claim to be a tatted motorcycle babe in one in one answer and be the sweet America's sweetheart in the next. We're not falling for that, Carrie. Well, Carrie, you've been a very good sport today, and you're going to win a special prize. We're going to draw from our bowl of romantic heroes and decide who you get to spend the night with, with your husband, of course. So you can do a menage thing if you if that'll uh, make it easier. So the choices in our winner's bowl are Mr. Darcy from Pride and Prejudice, Christian Grey from Fifty Shades of Grey, Mr. Rochester from Jane Eyre, and Idris Elba from anything. Right, because Idris Elba. Okay, we're drawing the winner. We're drawing Carrie's prize, I should say. All right, let's open it up. You win a night with Christian Grey from Fifty Shades of Grey. Would you pick Jamie Dornan Grey or Charlie Hunan Grey or... Pick Jamie Dornan from when he was in Once Upon a Time and all bearded. Right. (laughs) You know, he actually said he was glad to grow the beard back that he'd missed it. That it was the the, one thing he didn't like. He didn't like that about being Mr. Gray was that he had to shave the beard off. He said he was glad to be back. They have certainly gone with a sleek and hairless Christian Gray, if the uh, promos are any indication. Carrie Ann Ryan, you're, uh, it is a novel and not a novella, Wicked Wolf, the first installment in the 2015 edition of 1001 Dark Nights, is available for sale at thedinnerpartyshow.com, and it's available on Amazon exclusively for 90 days, after which it'll also be available on iBooks and Barnes & Noble for the Nook. Very exciting. Congratulations, Carrie. Thank you. And uh, tell Christian we said hi. Totally. And tell your husband not to be mad at us for setting you up with Christian Gray. I'll, I'll try. Well, he can tie him to the bed. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> you can both have a little fun. <laughs> I'm scared now. <laughs> That's a great way to start. Can we use that quote on our promo materials? I'm scared now. Carrie Ann Ryan on the dinner party show. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. Thank you for joining us this evening. Thank you for having me. New this spring on TLC. We were very much in love. She was my best friend. We wanted to be together, but we were members of a very close-knit but hateful and bigoted community who really hated black people. I knew I was black, but I knew there was something wrong with it. You really couldn't tell. His skin was so fair and cosmetics have come so far. So we figured we'd just lie about it. It was easy to lie to other people. I mean, you couldn't really tell. Lying to myself was harder. But it was important to deny who I really was so that other people could be comfortable with who I am. TLC, the shitty cable network who've been exploiting freaks to line their pockets since they figured out that being educational took actual effort, sinks to a new low. My husband isn't black. I mean, what does it mean to be black anyway? How important is it? Religious beliefs held by ignorant, primitive people hundreds, even thousands of years ago should define how we live our lives today, even if we have absolutely nothing in common with those people and don't follow any of their other ancient, outmoded, and barbaric rules. What other people think is more important than what we think of ourselves. I just choose not to be black. Being black is a choice. It's a choice I don't make. If you say you're not black... And you pray you're not black. Then you're not black. It's my choice. My husband is not black because I say so. My husband isn't black. Coming this spring to TLC 
because we have no standards at all. And now it's time for another edition of What's Science? With Jordan Ampersand. Today's topic... Listeria outbreak! Oh dear. Good evening, I'm Jordan Ampersand, critic at large for The Dinner Party Show, and this is What Science? Where I break down complicated science headlines so they're understandable to people who mostly use the internet for Tumblr porn. Strains of Listeria bacteria found inside of a Bakersfield, California apple processing plant have been linked to an outbreak that killed seven people and sickened dozens of others last year. The verdict is in. Bakersfield sucks harder than previously thought. I'm joined tonight by science person for apples and listeria, Mitchell Jones. Welcome to What Science, science person Jones. This is actually a serious story. Why did they assign it to an idiot? Why do we sound exactly alike? You're a science person. I should sound hotter than you. People died from this outbreak. Do you hear me? They died. I know, and they got it from eating prepackaged caramel apples, which is really sad because before they died, they probably thought they were at a fair with a lot of hot farmer's sons. Or you're an idiot. Science person Jones, enough stalling. I'm an infectious disease specialist on staff at Cedar sinai Hospital in Los Angeles. My title is doctor, not science person, and I'm not stalling by pointing out that you're an idiot. I'm giving a diagnosis, which is actually my job. You're also covering up for the fact that you ignored repeated requests from our office to provide data on how many American drag queens changed their names to Listeria in the wake of this outbreak. You're right. I thought it was better to just come on the show and point out that you're an idiot. You should not be reporting on science. I am on the internet. I'm allowed to report about anything. Why do we sound alike? I'm a doctor. I should sound hotter than you. Science person Dr. Jones, can you please stop the shenanigans and tell us what these apples did wrong to cause this Lysteria outbreak? Apples don't do anything wrong. They're apples. Obviously, any investigation into this will first look into handling and packaging procedures at the plant in question. So Bakersfield still sucks. Is that what you're saying? Have you ever been to Bakersfield? No, but I haven't been to a lot of places, and they all suck, too. What? All right, well, once again, more runarounds and nonsense from big science. Come to Cedar sinai for treatment. I dare you. Whatever, Dude, here's hoping next time there's an outbreak, Apples and Listeria can pick a better spokesperson. And here's hoping the next time you try to breathe, you end up... Well, that does it for this week on What Science? We'd like to close our show with a famous quote from a famous science person. This week's famous science quote comes from Alexander Graham Bell, who said, Fuck, I didn't invent texting. I'm Jordan Ampersand, and this has been What Science? You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Let's dish. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And tonight is another edition of Ask Us Anything. Oh, I'm glad that was a short drum roll. Yes, 
The rules of Ask Us Anything as we have put them put them before our party people. Are you belittling Ask Us Anything? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm belittling the drum roll. I we're, we're trying a new thing tonight on the dinner party show. <clears throat> What's that? I have. This is going to be fascinating for our listeners at home, which is the only place that our listeners are. I have taken my iPad out of the holder and put it down so that I have access to all friend alert. Of friend alert. Oh, good. Sound effects. That's great. Isn't it great? Yeah, So really. every time Eric begins to talk for longer than 30 seconds, yeah! I'll, I'll cut him off. Yeah! That's nice. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Okay. Some re- of our listeners through our free apps are probably not listening at home. They may be listening at the beach or at a picnic somewhere <laughs> in the snow. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm listening to that homosexual show. No, I don't want any more egg salad. Okay, so the rules of Ask Us Anything are that you call our party line, which is always open for your hilarity, at 323-PEZ-TDPS, and you try to ask us a question that we will not answer on the air, and if you can come up with a question that we will not answer on the air, you win a prize pack. We have not decided what's in tonight's prize pack. I'm going to go way out on a limb and say signed books. Just, I, well, feel like. I think what we should do is you've just re-released your backlist. I have. And I think that you should, that should be the prize, an autograph set of your backlist from Christopher Rice. Absolutely. Okay, so we will do that. As, as The prize package tonight will consist of an autographed set of A Density of Souls, The Snow Garden, and Light Before Day. Those are the three titles that have been re-released with new material in them by Thomas and Mercer at Amazon Publishing. And if you don't win, they're reasonably priced and available for instant download right now. Absolutely. At Amazon.com. I just thought I'd mention that. And through thedinnerpartyshow.com. And if you buy them through thedinnerpartyshow.com, we can finally afford Eric's shoe We can get that gum that we've had our eye on. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to fire up the Inappropriatron, which is what we use for Ask Us Anything. That hasn't been turned on in a while. I I hope that thing still works. Exactly. Here. Go relax, and I'm ready to party with the best of them. Okay, then. Hey, guys. Mike from Chicago. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Question time. Have the two of you ever seen each other naked and thought, you know, I could do that, and then gotten so embarrassed that you had to leave the room? Go for it, guys. Tell us the answer. Okay. What kind of life do you lead, Mike? The the kind of life where he listens to our show every Sunday, which is a life to be led. Do you run across people just sort of, your friends just sort of naked sometimes? Like, (laughs) how would that have happened? Like, well, I broke into his house and there he was. Or you went to my Facebook page and there I was. I'll tell you what. Um... I think that somebody should write, like, the, what is it called, slash fiction version of the... About the two of us? Right. <laughs> I think that would be hysterical. And then they were going to have sex, but they were such bitches to each other that they got cracked up and decided to go their separate ways. And, and killed each other. And killed each other. <laughs> but, okay, I, I'm just going to say, Mike, we love you. You are a loyal listener to our show, but this is a message now to all of our party people because we want to bring Ask Us Anything back. You can't ask the same questions we've already been asked before, and I feel like we were asked a version of the show before, but the the answer that I have is I have never seen Eric Shaw Quinn naked. Yeah, that just really has not come up. Yeah. I think we have been in the same public men's room at the same time. That's as close as it's ever gotten, like after a movie or something. Like, yeah, totally. But not like looking, but 
you know, actually getting rid of all that Diet Coke or iced tea. That We were going to do that nude show with One <clears throat> Direction, but it got canceled. And so. since it's a radio program, yeah. we could be nude now, but we're not. Yeah, okay, absolutely. So the answer to that question, which we have answered, so I'm sorry to and say, we Mike. Ap- we appreciate that people are fantasizing about that kind of thing, but yeah, not us. No. We're not. We're not fantasizing about that at all. It, it would be like incest. It really would. Yeah. Okay. Creepy. All right. Yeah. Creepy incest. Um, okay. I'm going to fire up the inappropriate charm before somebody asks me if there's another kind of incest than creepy <laughs> incest. Here we go. We're going to have to test this thing. <laughs> this shit's got a computer Hey, virus. boys, and Happy New Year. It's Duncan from Orange hey, County. Duncan. Okay, hey, Duncan. so I have a question for each of you. Uh-oh. Christopher, what is the most money you have ever taken from your mother's purse that she doesn't already know about? Assuming she's listening, this could be really embarrassing. And she takes her purse everywhere. I don't ever but have But it's to... mostly full of Kleenex, isn't I've it? I've taken a lot of Kleenex from my mother's purse, and there were some times in... Um... No, I've never taken anything out of my mother's purse. I have to say that um, my mother usually gives me what I want because she knows what the consequences will be if she doesn't. <laughs> She's like, here, here, here. No, 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 no. No memoir. No, no, no. No no block. No, no. Um, no, I really, I've never had to, um, actually pretty early on in my life, my mother said to me, I came from a home where, where things were tight and I had to fight to get anything out of my parents, and you were not going to live that way. Point blank. She said it like that, you know? And I know there are a lot of parents who probably would have been like, I'm not going to spoil my child and, or it'll ruin my child, but she made a very conscious decision saying that she had seen, she had come from a certain background. She knew what the cost of that background was, and she was not going to inflict that on her own children. So, and so I made out like a fucking bandit, <laughs> and I'm an only child. So I try, I try to give it back. Uh, here at the dinner party show every Sunday. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. It is an embarrassing game. Okay. Yeah, that's so, the point of the game, right? Yeah. All right. I and don't I, have to answer this question. No, but so. Duncan has one for you, which oh, is oh, next okay. up oh, all right. in our inappropriate drawn. Let me take off my assistant skirt and put on my Barbara Streisand in the Prince of Tides ass masking therapist pantsuit. It's oh. Duncan from Orange County. And oh. Eric, since you're such a fan of Amazon, what is the most X-rated item you have ever ordered, and how much was it? Christopher, I'm counting on you to keep him honest. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Because I clear all of my X-rated purchases with Christopher. Who buys X-rated stuff? Oh, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's called a thousand and one nights. <laughs> no, it's not. The flame. Erotic romance and X-rated are two different things. They're very different. X-rated things on Amazon have Bigfoot in them and pterodactyls. I, yeah, I guess there's that. Like I, I downloaded the I sample of something called Polestar. I haven't read it yet, but I think that was free. Uh huh. Um. Oh, I know what. I know I, what it was I, too. Oh, do you? Well, I'm gonna say this is what I'm gonna say, and then you can. Do you want? No, I'm going to answer my own question, and then you can. Guess. I will. Uh, that sounds like a plan. Because if you guess my actual in. answer, then I don't have an answer for yeah. my own question. Um, I for uh, our crazy Christmas party, I bought a um, a kit that you could make a chocolate version of your own penis. Um, it's called a chocolate Willie. I think. That's so sweet. And uh, I ordered that on Amazon. Like, I think you can make other versions, but this one you could make a chocolate version. You make a mold and then you fill it with chocolate and then you have a chocolate version of your own dick. I, I, 
that's the most I think and then that's you the can most eat of, it <laughs> yeah which is kind of disturbing maybe somebody or your else loved can one, yeah. your loved one who's always yeah. wanted to bite down because you were being a dick <laughs> can finally exercise those demons right I'm even uncomfortable eating bananas anyway it seemed like a good idea at the time and it was a big hit at the party but I think that may be the most yeah we all immediately made chocolate casts of our own dick at the party was, no yeah. we laughed at the whoever won the present gave it away in a drawing at I the guess party, that but... is the most x-rated thing the thing I was well, going to say was not x-rated it was a personal grooming product that you ordered from Amazon that had a very specific name. Oh, yeah, Bear Balls or whatever. I think it was just called Balls or something. I think it's called Balls or Bear Balls or whatever. Yeah, it's actually really great. It's like... It's nair for that part of your body. It's a kinder, gentler nair for That's your balls. That's right. You can actually use down there so you don't have to shave. It's very effective, and uh, I recommend it highly. It comes That's with, good. It comes with ball balm. I, this may be a little detour, and, and I'll ask the, our guys in the booth to weigh in on this, too, maybe after the show. I was like, why can't you just shave your balls? Like, I have no problem just shaving my balls. Like, well, with a Why razor. would I if I can just put on some cream and then rinse it off? Put, you're all about creams. Like, you put on night cream. That's and right. you refer to it as night cream. Right. Like I call your house, oh, how are you doing? Well, I'm just hearing my night cream. It's called night cream. <laughs> That's why I call it that. And I, I have face cream and I have hand cream. A cream sounds like something that your body should be giving off, not taking Well, in. there's that too, but that's a different process. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I, it's, uh, it's much easier. And there's no stubble. Razor stubble and there's no cutting or any of that sort of thing. It's just... Yeah, smooth as a baby's butt. If you're just joining the dinner party <laughs> show, we mine. are talking once again about, about our balls, about Eric's butt and our our sort of collective balls, if you will, here on the dinner party show. I believe this is called jumping the shark or maybe jumping the balls, but we're playing Ask Us Anything, and you have been given permission to <laughs> ask us anything. Thoroughly answered that question, and I think you. I think we gave more than we should have. I think we would have been bad witnesses in a court trial because we would have not stopped talking. <laughs> I think that there are so many reasons why we'd be bad <laughs> witnesses in a court trial. I think this just scratches the surface. Yes, testimony and color commentary are two different things. All right, we're going to fire up the inappropriate drawn. Captain Wunsch, good to see you. But if you're here, who's guarding Haiti? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Hi. Uh, my truth or dare question would be for Christopher. I wanted to know what is your Tumblr username for when you look at porn? <laughs> this is Amy Bellino in Miami Beach, by the way. I, do you need a Tumblr username to look at Tumblr porn? I thought you can just go on Tumblr. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I think I, you need a Tumblr username to make Tumblr porn. I, I have to say that I yeah, if that's the case, then I, it's my name. It's your because yeah, I've you never made any effort. I just yeah. click on Tumblr and then off you go. And yeah, God, it's such an addictive thing. Oh, I wonder what else they've posted. Oh, I wonder what else they've posted. Oh, I wonder what else they've posted. And then you have two hundred and fifty-two windows open, and it's Thursday. That's just you, Eric. Is it just no, me? No, it's not no, just I you. I totally, it's everybody. I will tell you, the thing I like most about Tumblr is that um, the pictures from the porn films can often protect you from how fake the noise making during the porn film is. <laughs> you know, there's something like the agony of a gay perfay, a gay per, gay per <laughs> the agony of a gay for pay performer taking it up the butt for the first time. Gay perfay. Gay I like perfay. <laughs> he's a gay parfait. He's not gay. He's a gay it's parfait. It's the new dessert place down on Santa Monica Boulevard. Yes. It's gay parfait. It only serves guys named Sli Spike who take it up the butt for money. Um, you know, those pictures look so much more real. <laughs> 
they, they look like so much more real than they often do in the porn film where the grunts just start to become animalistic and repetitious. And I wrote a yeah. scene in, um, when I wrote the books about uh, Queer as Folk, I wrote a, a, a scene where one of the characters was having sex with somebody who was trying to sound like they were in a porn film and it was driving him crazy and preventing him from enjoying the experience. So he kept trying to do things to right. get to shut the other person up so that he could finish. I remember that scene. I did a, I did a reading of it at different light bookstores. You did, and it was very fun was to have your best funny. friend read that scene in front of you in a crowd of people. <laughs> um, Buffy Peterson and others are requesting um, a chocolate dick from Eric Shaw Quinn. <laughs> And also, I think I should baby. say, if, baby, baby, baby. If this was a terrestrial radio show, this would be the episode where we were taken off the air, or at least suspended, <laughs> or dragged screaming out of the theater. I mean, the theater, the studio, and given all of our things in a small pasteboard yeah, box. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so also, I need to say this before we move on. I think we've got a little time left in this segment. Um, did you hear the story that Men.com is offering Justin Bieber $2 million to do a gay porn shoot with a certain gay performer of, of a certain amount of renown, Johnny Rapid? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. I, I I was more amused by poor Justin's decision to post pictures of himself wearing a towel to dispute. I mean, like, why get into that argument? That's just a lose-lose argument. We were making fun of the people who were obsessed with it last week, and apparently now he's gotten involved in the discussion of how big his unit is and trying to prove that to people. Either take off the towel or stop talking about it is yeah. our advice. And the porn film I'd watch, but I I think Justin Bieber could get more than $2 million. I think he could too. I think that's just like a starting offer. Yeah, that's you got to get, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Well, we'll be back to advance the American cultural discourse in another few minutes right here on The Dinner Party Show. It's time for a short break for some promos, and then we have more questions from our party line and our inappropriate drawn, and we will, it looks like, have a winner before the evening oh, is up. Very exciting. Tired of dining alone? Enjoy the dinner party show with friends. Like us on Facebook and become one of our party people. Then, during our live shows on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, you can join the conversation and post questions for Christopher, Eric, and their guests. During the week, drop in for tasty side dishes, show updates, and fun with the other party people. The Dinner Party Show. You are the life of our party. Hi, I'm Eric Shaw Quinn, and The Vines, the new thriller for my co-host Christopher Rice, is now on sale at thedinnerpartyshow.com and from Amazon. It's the dark, suspenseful tale of a young woman who awakens a sinister force from the soil underneath her restored plantation home outside New Orleans. Buy it if you dare. How is that? Uh, maybe more Russian. Russian? Nothing in the book is Russian. Well, I know, but it's kind of a fun accent. I'm leaving. Okay, maybe do it like you're being eaten by a plant. Yeah, still leaving. That's the promo, Brandon. Clean it up and put it on the feed. I'll be at lunch. Whatever. Okay, The Vines, my latest supernatural thriller featuring killer plants, crazy ghosts, and a whole lot of suspense. It's now on sale at thedinnerpartyshow.com and from Amazon. With no help from Eric Shaw Quinn. 
You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where dessert is the most important meal of the day. The look in your eyes, deeply passionate lips, eaten by maggots. That was Zombie Haiku from Samiko Salsa. You weren't ready for it to be quite that shorter haiku than I expected. We just wanted to play some Zombie Haiku to celebrate Samiko, who my phone always autocorrects to Suzuki. And since she's forbidden us to actually play the message that she left and the message that she said we should play, we couldn't find. So we'll talk with Samiko later. confused by Samiko (laughs) here on the Dinner Party Show. (laughs) We're playing Ask Us Anything. We invited you to call our party line at 323-PEZ-CDPS and see if you could come up with a question we would not answer on the air. And we're not there yet, but it looks like we've got one on the horizon. Let's go back to the Inappropriatron and see what's in store. I read the whole fucking thing! I kept thinking, all right, I guess the cool offensive stuff must be coming. And then after like a hundred pages, I was like, all right, I guess all the dirty stuff is at the end. And then I got to the last page and I was all, the fuck is this? I just read a book for nothing. Hi, guys. My question is two parts. First of all, what is your favorite sexual position? And also, what is your favorite sexual act? I'll be glad to tell you mine uh, if you'll tell us yours. Uh, this is Sharon. You go, girl. You go, girl. That's been working for her since she was five years old. I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. I love it. Go, Sharon. I love it. Bring kids on. No, that was, weird. was really creepy, Christopher. <laughs> this is oh why God. I shouldn't have had anything to do with sound effects tonight. Um, you go first. I should go first. Yeah. Um, favorite position and favorite sex act. Um, honestly, that really depends on skill and person and circumstance and situation. Like number of people at once. I think probably uh, right. Yeah. Like yeah. all of those things would yeah like factor into like it. I think it really depends. Like there are certain basic things that always that work every time that You're are really overthinking the question. Right. Like, but like to pick one over the other. Like some people are better at some things than others. Like I used. There's this one guy best blowjobs. Ever and there was right. another guy who could eat butt like nobody's business mm-hmm. and literally scream and there's you know like and then there's some people who really know what they're doing when they're up on top and just pounding away like but not all of them there was that being one, an was, equal opportunity slut Eric Shawquin come this, on there answer was the this question. one guy who fucked like he was parking a rental car I mean you know what I mean and so like usually fun but not always fun if somebody isn't really good at what they're doing so I have to say it depends on the skill level of the participants you are such a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about what they bring to the table. Oh, God, girl. Okay. Okay, well, maybe so, but that's my answer, so okay. uh, deal with it. Uh, my answer is shorter. My favorite position <laughs> is missionary, and my favorite sex act can be found in Chapter 11 of The Flame, my erotic romance novella. So if you haven't read it and you want an answer to this question, go read it or buy it five times on Amazon. Um, for two ninety nine. I think that you, have, <laughs> you really thought that one through, Christopher. I sure did. It is a marketing. I should have written a answer. book about that. In you, fact, I have written books about that. Yeah, I and you could have done the same thing. It. Okay, so you I'm see, just I'm the not queer as, as folk books. The just Pam answer. Books. Yeah, no, there's sex all over the place, like and whatever. So all right, Sharon, but you are free to give your answers on our Facebook page if you want to tell everybody your favorite <laughs> position and your favorite sex act. <laughs> Eric Shaw Quinn will send you a chocolate cast of his dick. <laughs> Prison on planet bullshit in the galaxy of this sucks. Can-
scramble dicks! <laughs> Hi, Christopher. Hi, Eric. This is Justin Simpson. I have a multiple choice question for you guys. Multiple That's a bit choice. morbid, and I hope you don't want to answer it because I would love to win a prize. It's a scenario question, and this is how it goes. Both of you are tied down to a chair in front of a TV screen, gag in the mouth, with two fully loaded guns aimed at each of your heads. The only way you'll be set free and the gun won't go off is if you pick an agonizing, gruesome, and very hard-to-watch piece of cinema. All these are real films. You can look them up on IMDb, if you please. Which do you pick? A, the coprophagia scene from Sallow, a.k.a. the 120 Days of Sodom. B, the newborn infant rape scene from a Serbian film. C, the lost footage scenes from Cannibal Holocaust. Or D, the entire Twilight Saga on a full marathon, nonstop, from the first second of the first Twilight movie to the last second of the ending credits of Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. These are your only options. You must pick one of these four. There is no other way. Ready, (laughs) set, go. I'm sorry. My punishment is to watch a nonstop marathon of a shirtless Taylor Lautner. And I will say that Bill's direction of the last one was actually... Yeah. Remarkable. The final one actually had moments of being a good movie. So, yeah, I have to say it would be the Twilight. I've seen Sallow, gross. There's also a hideous one called Leola where they rape a cat, which is really disgusting. So, yeah, I'd probably just watch Twilight. A cat? But I think that was the punchline. <laughs> You're not the only one who can work. That it wasn't me. It was Brandon. I don't who can know work what's happening. Effect. I thought I was having an auditory hallucination because I hadn't hit the computer when that happened. Oh my god! Yeah, no Twilight. I would just watch Twilight. I watched it. Although I will say, there I've is, seen them all. There is a YouTube mashup of all of the shirtless Taylor Lautner scenes from Twilight. But that's not the option. The option is you have to watch all of them. I could do that. You just go right to sleep. It would really be a long time. Yeah, like, and then you'd have to like. Well, they'd probably your... poke you with the yeah. gun and wake you up. My favorite is the line where um, Edward actually says, do you have a shirt? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the answer is no. And why would Thank he? Thank God. Why would he? Why I wonder if he still he? looks like that. I don't know what he looks like. I haven't seen him in a while. No, I, you know, times have changed. Times change for all of us. Time is the great democracy. As, as you always as like, like always to say. Always like to point out. By the way, I don't think that I said the chocolate dick cost $30. So That was order... part of my question, was how oh, much did how I much spend did, I on thought it? you were charging the party people for chocolate no, casts of I'm your not, dick. No, I'm not. Do, that's going to be a much more expensive item. We'll talk about it. We'll have that. bring that up at the next board meeting. That's going to be mostly shipping, I imagine. That's going to, what, for you it'll take six boxes. Am I right or am I right? Oh, oh, there, right. chocolate. Once again, I'm going to leave that to Justin Bieber and the people who've been going after his Calvin Klein ad. Okay. We have arrived at our final question of the evening. <gasps> yes. I shall turn now to the inappropriatron and see what she shall yield us. Holy crap, I would rather have my balls clawed off and ever sit through anything like that ever again. Right? Balls. Yes, this is William Madison, and I have a question for both of you I don't think you will answer. Since Hmm. we know about Christopher's number two pencil length and four way into getting clean and ready, along with how Eric Taste and his voyeuristic sister, I thought I would try a new tactic. Eric and Christopher, since you're both of you are so unique. I would love to drop in on each of your mothers and question them on your upbringing. Exactly what is the physical address for each of them? Love the show. Bye. We have a winner! 
doing? <laughs> That's our winning fanfare. Did he say not at the end? I love the show, not? Uh, I don't know. You want to play? Can we play his question again? Brandon Griffith, can we play his question again? Brandon's like, no, I quit when y'all started talking about balls. <laughs> No, I, I quit. I went to go work on a sports podcast. I don't know about you, Queens, or It doesn't insane. mean that was quite. What about my my voyeuristic What about sister? if we're, I feel like there's the show that we do, and then there's the show William Matson here. I think that there's other people who've been listening to the yes, things. this is William Matson, and I have a question for both of you. I don't think you will answer. Since we know about Christopher's number two pencil length and full way into getting clean and ready, along with how Eric Taste and his voyeuristic sister... I thought I would try a new tactic. Eric and Christopher, since you're both of you are so unique, I would love to drop in on each of your mothers and question them on your upbringing. Exactly what is the physical address for each of them? Love the show. Bye. Bye, he said. He has a lovely, sultry accent. Bye. Okay, said. I thought he said, we love, love your the accent. show, not. William Matson. you have won a prize pack of books of mine you've probably already fucking read, which is why you're listening to this show in the first place. <laughs> So congratulations, but you have Sorry. come up with a question. However, we will say going forward, because I believe William Matson won before with this same technique. It's a, it's a What's technique. Our new We're going rule? to count this technique as you can't ask for our social security number, our credit card, our phone number, our physical address, our mother's address, or that it's a very clever tactic and it's a clear winner, but we're saying that this we have now covered this category. We're actually going to have to come up with a question that isn't this. You have to come up with something that gives us an excuse to talk about our balls. Right. Okay. <laughs> or That's the thing. chocolate uh, dick casting Christmas presents. Yeah, absolutely. We have breaking news out of New Orleans, Louisiana this evening. There has been a title picked for the next Vampire Lestat fan club ball. I'm being told that Sue Kuros, who is president of the Vampire Lestat fan club, has announced just this week that the ball will be called the Gathering of Ancients. Well, we can't go. We can't. We are way <laughs> too, too young. young we for are that. so young, dear. And her fan base is just way too young. There are thirteen and fourteen. So, no, we are very excited. The Gathering of the yes, Ancients we had ball. A ball at the Coronation Ball. So if it was anything like that. It was. It's a great party, and everyone should go ahead and get their tickets now. Absolutely, and everyone who goes will get a free, what was it called, Balls Be Gone? Is that what you, B-Balls or Bat? I think it's called Bear Balls, but I honestly can't remember anymore. B-A-R-E, not B-A-R. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember. I just remember that it's the, there's one thing that's called Balls and, oh. and one that's called Ball Bomb. Okay, we had we had a showmanship award. I'm sorry, oh. out of our questions. We weren't, honorable mention. We couldn't answer this question. Miscongeniality. Our honorable mention goes to... Erotic. Erotic. Oh, I can't sing that. Anyway, <laughs> I can't either. Um, I have a question. They never stop me. And, oh, I should probably tell you who I am. Right. Oh, I'm the crazy cookie lady that's always begging for Eric's cookies. So my question is for Eric. Eric, can you please send me some damn cookies before <laughs> I go into a sugar fit or something? Because I'm heading that way. I'm going postal over your cookies. Um, if I can win this, that would be great. And you can send me some cookies for my prize. 
But right, Talitha, 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 that that undercuts listen, the nature Linda, of the game because you win the you win the prize if you won't answer the question. But if he says yes, I will send you some cookies. It's like I can't, I can't. It's or if mind. I say no, it's still an yeah. answer. So um, <laughs> yeah, that's not actually in the form of a question, Talitha. But it's really lovely that you wanted to play, and I'm so glad that you, Talitha, won the cookies at the. Our, she came to our live. Our oh. first live remote show. So at, her craving has been awakened. Yeah, so she she got a taste. It's like the first ones are free, and then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you have to, you know, meet somebody down at the park and bring a lot of cash. It's how they sell drugs and e-books now in 2015. <laughs> More the e-books. More really. the e-books. They're not giving away drugs so much. People are convinced on the drugs. So uh, we're going to be trying something a little different next week. We're going to just not fucking do the show. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's w- our one it is our episode. 100th episode. And just in Can case. Can you believe that you have listened to us do this that many times already? And because the internet is full of bitches, we, let us say this including up Including us. We have not counted Whatever. our. We have not, including Jordan Ampersand right there. <laughs> we have not counted our encore performances as numbered episodes. They have their own numbering system. So we have done a hundred, or as of next week, we will have done a hundred fresh episodes. But we will have a guest joining us in studio. Based on our math. Jeffrey Self. <laughs> that's the that's the little sort of based on Eric Shaw disclaimer math. based on Eric Shaw Quinn's math. Yeah, um, Jeffrey Self will be here. That's great. Maybe we can actually talk to him. I this think time. this time we'll, we're bringing him on by himself, <laughs> and that's all we're going to say. And we will not be talking about reality television. We but will we be will talking about Jeffrey. Get to talk to Jeffrey, which will be a great. I really think he's a very talented and funny man, and it will be wonderful to actually, you know, hear what his voice sounds like. Absolutely, we cannot wait. We cannot wait. And we will be talking about something called that we're calling the Winter Games, which is that we know that the rest of you are living in states that are very cold right now, and we want to hear from you on our party line about how you are entertaining yourself during the coldest months of the year. Ooh. We want to hear about what TV shows you're watching, what board games you're playing. What books you're reading. How you melt snow. What your favorite porn sites are. I'm sorry, I didn't Absolutely. mention Absolutely, your favorite that. drugs that you're using or cooking <laughs> or growing, although it's not really growing season. We want you to call our party line and join our Facebook page. It's going to be a con- Jeffrey will be here, but we will all be talking about you. Um, so that is going to be our Winter topic. games. Winter so games. how are you getting through the winter? Yeah, absolutely. I think that does it here. Oh, how am I? Getting, are you asking me? No, I'm going to ask you next week. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been brutal here. I'm it's, asking the party people who I hope are still listening to the show. But oh, I don't, I don't think know. they are. I don't yeah, think. They, they, once they don't have to go. Well, I think, and we should probably answer to Lisa's question. We, we will at some point try to start selling the cookies and shipping them out to people, but we just don't have the, the resources right now to do that. <laughs> Eric is just too lazy. So he makes like five for Jenny Johnson and then won't let me touch them. I'm like dragging stuff. a stick through a picket fence singing Link Prissy from Gone with the Wind. <laughs> yeah, I'm the worst. Yeah, you really are the worst. Well, we're out of time here, which means nothing because we're the only fucking show on our website, but we like to keep our shows <laughs> under an hour so that we don't lose our audience. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you've been listening to The Dinner Party Show. Thanks.
I've been to a marvelous party. 